Okay, so I'm joined by Kyle from Otter Hockey. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks so, for having us, Fraser. It's great to have you on. So let's start off. Otter Hockey, where does the name come from? So the name came from me and my mates at university, just you know, having a lurk and playing around with names. So I took to my sister. My sister went, what about Otter? So we went, yeah, all right, let's go with that. <laughs> um, but, you know, really it's because Otters are team players. You know, they float in a raft together. Um, and they're really, really intelligent. You know, and one thing we find with hockey players is, you know, they are very intelligent. Um, and, you know, we do work in teams very well. Yeah, that's great. And you mentioned it there. You started <clears throat> Otter when you are at university. Yeah. You got me through a little bit of the decision making of starting a brand yeah. at that time. Yeah. So I actually worked with another company. I don't know if they're still producing sticks anymore, but it's um, another startup as well. It's called LKS um, in the summer of 2018. And then you know, we decided to go different ways. Um, and I was just on my third year field trip and thought, you know what, let me see if I can do it on my own. Um, so, you know, we got in touch with some people that we knew. Yeah, they helped us out a little bit. Uh, next thing you know, I get back from Iceland and I've got six sticks at, the, at my uni house and my flatmates are going, hey, what are you doing? Oh, this is really, really silly. Um, but, you know, we've started this rampage, everything. Um, and it's just quite organic, really. So, yeah. So it was working with another brand, <clears throat> decided to go separate ways. Yeah. And just spur of the moment thought, I'm going to go for it. Literally spur of the moment. Like, we were on a coach. My mate and I were talking. He was like, well, why don't you just do it? So we just did it. <laughs> it was, yeah, really, really proper student quite organic. But, yeah, good fun at the same time. So it's not serious, but it just keeps us really energised when we do it because it's not like, um, it's not someone else telling us to do it. Yeah. And how quickly did everything kind of take off from the, that first batch of samples to kind of mm. the website and the sales? How long did that process take? So... That was probably about a three month process. So we did a little sampling. You know, we we got rid of some. Uh, we go we gave some some of the students at Reading, um, a couple of the players at the club as well. Um, and yeah, the feedback wasn't great, to be honest. So we yeah we went away and we worked on it a little bit more. Um, and over December 2018, I made the website and I was on my Christmas holidays, meant to be doing my third year work, which, um, so yeah, the, the office work sort of took priority, um, which in hindsight wasn't the best idea, but you know, the grades were still managed to be achieved as pieces. And then, yeah, we launched the website, get the sticks out. I think 30 sticks sold out in like 10 days or something. Um, yeah, so it was a, it was a three month process really. Um, but yeah, we weren't doing it full time. We were kind of just messing about at the start. And so from there, <clears throat> grown and obviously you last year were voted best value brand by yeah. uh, my followers on Instagram. So it was a it wasn't kind of a decision made by me. It was literally by the hockey community. Mm-hmm. So was, was there a small uh, cheese and wine tasting like at 10 Downing Street to celebrate? Ah, uh, you know what? I really wish I'd gone to that little um, Boris Ray at number 10. But no, unfortunately, there wasn't. Um, I was on the flight back from seeing my parents. But, um, yeah, in terms of best value and the value and everything, that was where we really started. And that was, yeah, it was, it, it was uh, my, yeah, my friends and I messing around. And, but also at the same time, we were a bit frustrated because we kind of looked at it and we went, look, we can't really afford a 100%, 90% carbon hockey stick without a sponsorship. So, yeah, that's where, that's where it came from. But, yeah, the party will be held in the summer when it's a bit more appropriate. <laughs> 
And is that kind of value for money uh, where you would pitch Otter as being different from other brands of offering that kind of high quality product for a more reasonable price? Or is there something else that you would also throw in there as what makes Otter stand out from the rest of the brands out there? Well, I think there's two levers here. I think that the, the first lever is the affordability of it in comparison to other brands. Now, obviously, £200 for a hockey stick, including all taxes and everything, is, is still a lot of money. So it's it is that but it's also the fact that yeah we 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 create this affordable stuff but it's all relative you know affordable isn't affordable for everyone um you know, within different demographics so for us it was very important that we made sure that those that don't have access to affordable equipment or what we call affordable equipment still have access to equipment so for us the second lever was really okay how do we how do we do that and it took a little while to figure it out and everything's come together so we had to have conversations with the right people but we started project reuse um and so the second lever of otter is not just the business side of it but it's you know trying to make sure that we're leaving a little bit of an impact um within the wider community not just the uk and the us and europe um so yeah, uh, you know, we we help out where possible for by collecting donations um, from other societies and clubs. And recently, we've really teamed up with Bristol Uni. So yeah, if you want to donate and you are from Bristol and you're watching this, uh, just go to the Coombe Dingle reception um, at Bristol Uni pitches and drop off your sticks, and uh, everything will be sent to us, or we'll come and collect it, and we distribute it and pay it off our own back. No, that's that's really good. Um, it was something I wanted to get onto was talking about that. So I'm glad that it's come up so quickly. Um, from that going forward, um, what yeah. what are we going to expect to see coming from Otter in the future? Do you think? So I think for us, it's taking the next step and separating our stick from others a little bit more. So currently, the sticks are really good, and we've got some fantastic um, and yeah, really great people using them. Um, from from both you know the level they're playing at, but also the people that they are. Um, but yeah, for us, the next step is investing in molds, investing in you know little little ideas that are in a bit of a niche that you know, others haven't really picked up on. And you know, you and I have discussed something, Fraser. Um, but you know, it's just looking about how things we how we can do things a little bit differently to others now. You know, how we can innovate on our sticks, um, in particular, which is the most important thing. So you know, we're always collecting feedback, we're always speaking to our athletes to make sure that we're not just pumping up stuff that's biased for we want, for what we want, but you know, it is is actually wanted by you know, the top of the top, the Scotland internationals, the Spanish internationals, or, you know, junior Premier League players, or, you know, whoever it is, you know, we're making the right thing for them. Yeah, you know, I also can't give you too much information on what we're, what's coming up, but I think you can have, I think you've got quite a big clue with that, um, with that answer there. Um, but also staff, so clothing. So for us, you know, I, I think it's, yeah, clothing's a brilliant, uh, a brilliant opportunity, but also, uh, again, university students, you know, a lot of the time they're looking at player layer um, or other brands and, you know, they are quite expensive um, you know, to purchase and you know, jackets might not be affordable, jumpers might not be affordable. So for us, you know, obviously within the current climate and the way things are growing, you know, in terms of the cost of everything, but we're trying to make that accessible students so those that can't afford the player layer or can't necessarily afford um more expensive brands like we couldn't you know are having access to that thing so it's about making sure that 
you know, people from similar situations to us at Otter still have access to everything. Cool. And you touched on it a bit there, obviously, with the current climate as it is. How has that affected Otter as a company? <clears throat> so Otter is a, a, a it, it's been the best thing that could ever happen to us, to be honest. You know, I think one thing that a lot of people don't know is that you know we're not a, a big company um but we're also not run by older people you know we're, we're we're run by a group of you know 23 24 year old lads um and my sister as well so you know, it is a family business and you know we're still learning we're always learning um yeah and we i guess you could say we got a little bit complacent before the pandemic struck um, you know, I just left my job to come and focus on Otter full time. And then we just were you know, encountering problem after problem with delays to equipment, you know, the cost of everything going up. So the cost of shipping, we've really spent this year what we spent in ship what, what we spent in shipping the first two years of running the business. And that's in like four months. So the, just the, the cost of everything is exponentially rising. But at the same time, it is the best thing that could have happened because it forced us to go and realise that, you know, in order to continue to do this and continue to be able to provide people with access to good equipment that's affordable, but also top of the range, we had to go get investment. <laughs> so last year, you know, me and one of my best mates, we were every day you know, texting back and forth, refining the business plan, the funding plan as well, investor debt. Of getting it out to people, getting really, really brutally honest feedback, um, and it was hard, but it was it was a great learning experience. And yeah, you know, the, the pandemic's not been easy for anyone. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we've just done everything we can to yeah you know, make it a learning experience and not just oh we're going through a lot of rubbish right now. No, that's interesting. I wasn't expecting it to be such a positive. Obviously, the the cost so much negative as well. Yeah. Up, but no, I think it's cool that you can turn that into a positive like you have. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah, it, there still are days. You know, we're not just positive, positive all the time. But you know, there are days where you know, we don't feel great or you know, we're upset or you know, we as a as a business, it is hard in this climate. The, the cost. I mean, we've said it like three times now, but the cost of everything is going up so high. Um, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate, but um, you know, we just have to make sure that we're trying to learn from it and not just sticking our heads. Okay, so let's talk about your range of products. So you obviously cover off the, the standard hockey needs of sticks, bags, shin pads, clothing. So you've got the 90, 70 and 100 carbon yeah. range. Yeah. And it's it's across three profiles, four profiles. So it's across four. So you've got uh, five, actually. Sorry, you've got a goalie stick, mid bow, pro band, a low bow and a ultra low bow or a O-range, as we call it. So a drag flicking stick. Um, and yeah, I guess the separation between our sticks and some of the other brands is ours are a little bit lighter, they're a bit cheaper, and they are they are of the same quality, and we can actually attest to that. Um, because it, again, we use the pandemic as this massive learning experience. Um, yeah, and, and and to improve the quality, yeah, we actually had to work with uh, we had to work with another brand. Um, it's quite a big Belgian, Belgian brand, and I can't name them at this moment in time. I can't name them just in general. But yeah, we had to use this as a okay. We need to get better from everything that's going on, or we're going to get left behind. Um, so yeah, the range is it's quite comprehensive, but that's the separation between our sticks and um, other sticks. And which of the ranges your stick of choice? So I use O70. I've got a terrible first tap. Um, I call it a trampoline. Um, so yeah, I I, I need a you know, really soft soft first tap. Um, so for the control, but I also 
loved the uh, loved it because you know the head's brilliant for 3d skills if you need to sling it you can sling it um it's also great for injections as well actually um so you can really get it in the hook and get accurate um but yeah i love i love the 70 and um so we were playing a game against southgate yesterday me and my uh, my teammates and i i think about 10 of us had off the sticks or something but they're all either using the low bend uh the pro bend or the o-ring so uh, one of the things that I personally have liked on all the otter sticks that I've used is the, the touch compound and how far it goes up the stick. I think you're one of the only brands out there that has that kind of elongated control area. What was the decision making behind putting that on the stick? Again, it was just being really critical of ourselves before we introduced it. It was looking at you know, the, the old product that we had and going the first ever range of sticks we had. So yeah, it was just otter on the stick um but it felt really slippy we always felt other sticks when it got wet or rainy it was really hard to grip the ball especially if it was if you roll it up the shaft so yeah we had to we had to find a fix for it and we 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 just thought of it backwards and that was a really simple solution for us to make sure that we could have that extra control um but also second to that it's not just about having this extra control all the time when you get a new stick it's quite hard to get used to it for the first couple of times you use it at least at least that's what a lot of the feedback we got was so how can you improve the adapt uh, or shorten the adaptation time and that was a really simple solution again how can you get that ball really comfortable on the stick so that was the whole thought process behind it and is there any other kind of uh, technologies in your sticks that you want to talk about that you think kind of don't get the light shined on them enough i think our reverse hitting zone yeah i think a lot of brands are doing it um but just reinforcing the reverse hitting zone for us was key making sure that yeah if that zone is really really strong we also noticed that other areas of the stick had improved performance as well so so the hitting base there the first touch as well for some reason we found that uh, that was a bit better you know probably because it had an extra layer of kevlar yeah not the 100 but the 1970 an extra layer of kevlar in there so everything just was a bit more cushioned um, and a bit more stable but also it just sounds better when you've got that reinforcement it doesn't sound like really tinny it sounds really really solid and quite strong now. um but the stick cast as well you know, i have to mention our stick cap um it's fitted with rubber so that it absorbs vibrations you know it's it's it's, it's the small things especially in hockey sticks you know how much can you really change a hockey stick yeah so you just have to pay attention to the small details i completely agree i think the the small details make a big difference in hockey sticks especially uh when you get up to like the high carbon sticks just a little thing like a bit yeah. of vibration <clears throat> being absorbed through the end cap can make a big difference to how playable a stick can be as someone who uses sticks for about three or four weeks and then changes <laughs> yeah you've got an unlimited supply don't you <laughs> <laughs> So what's your favourite stick at the moment? So I'm currently playing with a Y1 LTDX gold stick as kind of my very between nice. between review stick. Yeah. So I keep bouncing I'm... back and forth between that and other stuff. Yeah. And what was your favourite off that you reviewed? Uh, I think my favourite, probably the O100. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I've talked about it in the review. I really like the feel on the ball of a high carbon stick um i like the uh, the transfer of like the feeling on the ball knowing exactly where it is i think helps with close skills and yeah, i definitely. use a lot of close skills in games and i'm willing to suffer the pain of mishits yeah. to have that yeah. so it's it's a benefit to me that you know slightly rubberized end cap just taking some of those vibrations away yeah yeah and that rubberized end cap again was uh, uh, an introduction from previous years so yeah 
previously until this year we've never done it uh, it was okay something just needs to change we need to reduce the shot um and that's that's what we did but also even foam in your grip as well so your sticks have kind of gone through a, a radical redesign <laughs> in terms of graphics it went from being quite bright and showy from uh the ulv 90 that i yeah. reviewed that was kind of yellow and striping you could see it from 100 meters away and they're now kind of very minimalist very subtle designs yeah so what was the kind of decision making behind going so subtle as kind of a young brand out there most want to kind of scream and shout and really get their name out everywhere make sure that any hockey pictures you can tell what stick it is and you've gone kind of the other way um one of our one of our shareholders uh put it best it makes it a little bit of a mystery but also as we built up our identity when whenever you know someone sees a line on a stick now yeah they'll probably think that's yeah it's probably an otter but also yeah we're not in major retailers yet and one huge thing to be in a major retailer is that yeah, you've got a massive shop presence. Yeah, for us, we weren't ready to go there yet because we had sacrificed a lot outside. Um, so we thought, okay, you know what? Let's just change it up and you know, do something a little bit different to what you know, we we will inevitably have to do you know, within the next year, two years. Um, but also, again, consumer feedback. People wanted simple. People wanted subtle. People love the gloss black um, on one of the Black Friday sticks we did as a test. So we had a bright, bright silver logo and a a gloss black logo you know and the feedback was you know, out of 100 sticks that everyone wanted the gloss black over the really obnoxious um silver lettering but again you know there's a time and a place for everything um uh, you know and that might be changing soon after especially with the removal of the gloss black um but it just looks good you know yeah and we'll talk about that, the the black friday experiment is that something that we're going to see more from otter of kind of these limited number of sticks get them out in people's hands get as much feedback as you can for like these yeah. small changes yeah it will be um but only when necessary so this year um unfortunately due to you know things behind the scenes we couldn't get uh, we couldn't get those Black Friday sticks out, and we did have some, you know, we did have some good, uh, good things that we wanted to feedback. But you know, we found another way to feedback it. So yeah, yeah, uh, we will be doing that in the future. Um, but again, only when there is something new or we want specific feedback on a certain thing. But it's also fun as it, yeah. I used to before we even started off to, you know, get the Black Friday stick uh, from Young One. Um, and I always found it so cool that you know, we could be part of, uh, you know, effectively part of you know, that new range. But also, you know, from the other side of it, it's so useful as a brand because we don't know everything. You know, we're always learning. So you know, as much information as we can get, you know, we'll, we'll look at it, we'll assess it and just see what we can do with it. And um, with the, the Black Friday stuff, did you get uh, many people buying both or was the trend that people were just buying one? It's, it's split. Yes, uh, I'd say probably about one in three are buying both. But again, it was you know it was down to the shape, so we made it clear okay this is a mid bend or this is a low bend. So people that wanted a pro or mid bend were going for the mid bow sticks, and other people were going for the low bow stick. And um, yeah, it's good fun. Those sticks are really like they're so much fun to produce. Um, and you just feel like a little kid again. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, what things do we want to add to a stick that the customers or the community has been looking for? Yeah, yeah you go draw it up, design it, get it done, maybe 3D print it as well before we even um, come to it, especially if it's a new mold. Um, I mean, we just love, we just love what we do. And do you uh, 
do you have kind of lots of discussions going through the feedback or is it people just have to go through it and try and collate it into like reports of like people like this they didn't like that or is it more of an open discussion when you get that feedback so there's some analytics and some data and then there is just some i guess subjectivity you call it you know um quantitative information um and quality so it's both it, you know it's qualitative and quantitative it, it is both um you know we use forms um you know, you know the instagram instagram questions those are all saved so we refer back to those everything every, i mean every, every little bit of information that we can use is used um but again it's got to be relevant it's got to be the right information that's really interesting i'm always kind of wanting to know more of that kind of stuff behind the, like the black friday deals uh and like special products and things like that that come out it's, it's interesting to hear all that so we talked on it a bit earlier about your clothing something that's going to be becoming more part of the the otter brand so you've got uh you've got jackets at the minute yeah uh, and you've got some kind of brand identity stuff like t-shirts hoodies yeah are we yeah. going to see more kind of stuff coming soon <clears throat> or are you going to expand the range out and go into kind of like more team wear, so like playing kits as well? Yeah, so for us, it's team wear. Um, the, everything on the website, uh, clothing-wise, is, again, it's like you, you put it perfectly, it's a brand identity stuff. So yeah, we just call it the Otter Basics range uh, behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, the, the most... The thing that we're going to be working on most, it will be the teamwork. You know, it is, um, we've already worked for the University of Reading, um, we're currently University of Bristol and a few others. Um, so you know, slowly getting it out there and just making sure people have access again. Um, but another thing we noticed was uh, you know, we just found that the lead time for all, all these items was so long like so so long so we we worked really hard you know about 40 different people um we whittled it down to you know two three um just to make sure that we get people that you know a had the right accreditations as a factory so that we're doing things the right way but b they can actually get it out you know for smaller quantities which people don't want 100 t-shirts you know people want 10 15 20 t-shirts but also within eight weeks you know and that's 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 key to everything that we do really and sometimes there are delays you know but you know our average delivery time is five weeks so it, it's just making sure that all the foundations are there everything's set before we before we really really start making a push so yeah that's where it's going now and then from that are you gonna kind of push on to do more uh of your your kind of brand identity clothing are you gonna offer more options more uh, style so are you gonna offer like a training t-shirt that's more team wear that maybe they can put sponsorship on for clubs and things like that yeah certainly uh, we're not gonna just sit on what we currently have um you know, some of the stuff in the range currently is going for next season some new stuff's coming in so it's, it's just always looking at you know what people like what sells you know, where the really good feedback is you know what people want um so yeah if, if anyone if anyone's watching this podcast you know you're going to get new information we're doing the black quarters it next year uh, and you've got that for free here yeah? um because thank you for watching but yeah people wanted it but like people you know all the time where's your black horse set where's your black horse set i think the image on clothing on the website is my sister in the black horse set so it's it's something that people want <laughs> and um, how soon will we see a, an otter t-shirt with a picture of an otter holding an otter stick see we've got those cartoons already done although there's no set day and um, i'm sure fraser if you wanted to collab or something we could work something out <laughs> absolutely okay so 
the big the big question that I've been throwing out in a few of these brand pitch episodes, which is always entertaining. You're given a golden ticket. You can yeah. sign any hockey player that you want who's playing currently. Who would you want to bring into the Otto family? Erin <laughs> um, Matson, USA. I think yeah, it is a golden ticket. But you know, with the with the nil coming in. The US is is growing, it's growing mad. Um, so yeah, Erin Matson, she's really young. She's ridiculously good at hockey. She holds like all of the yeah, North Carolina records, um, and she's a leader in that team. But she's only like 20, 22, 23. So, but she's also a great role model to younger girls growing up that can yeah that can look up to her. Um, and it's very important for me because I've got a little sister. So yeah, it's very important that. Yeah, I make sure that yeah, she's yeah, she's had those role models growing up and yeah, she's had my mum, she's had some our aunts and everything. Yeah, and especially like if she was interested in hockey, I know for a fact that yeah, she'd be looking up to Maddie Hinch and Erin Matz and all of them because she was like 16, 17 when she was playing seniors for the USA. Yeah, and that is the sort of person that you want um want in your brand uh, and people to look up to. No, that's a very very interesting answer. I like it. I do yeah, think try to do uh, something a bit different now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I do think the uh, the US sports model is a bit surreal at times. Mm. You've got people who play until the end of like US college and then everything kind of stops unless yeah. you turn professional. So you've got people kind of yeah. trying to impart knowledge from a few years of experience. Yeah. So there is a lot of um, over there. There is a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that goes on. Um, but I think especially being from Europe, we don't necessarily have the best idea of what goes on because I, you know, I've learned so much obviously since starting this. Um, yeah, I, there, there is, yeah, there's, there's a lot more beyond college that goes on. We just have no idea. I think <laughs> we just have absolutely no idea. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, at the same time, it'd be great to have a really good club system, uh, but it's really unfortunate they don't. And then the final question is, what element of otter hockey do you think doesn't get enough of a spotlight? <laughs> this is a hard question. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ask them at the end. I suppose you could look at Project Reuse, um, but there is some good publicity coming there, uh, coming there in the future. Again, it's also kind of our fault as well. Um, and our responsibility because you know we need to make sure that we market a bit better so yeah project reuse i think i think yeah we we mark up our internationals really well um our sticks quite well but yeah, again we could do better at all of that still but the, the area we can improve on most is definitely project reuse 100 yeah so do you want to talk about that just a little bit explain <coughs> for people who might not know what it is in as much detail as you want yeah thank you um so project reuse we collect stick and it's really simple. We collect stick, we store them um, in a storage, our first ever storage unit um, down in Chiswick in London. And then when they're ready to go off, we drive them down to the warehouse in Guildford and then they just get shipped off. And it's, it's really, really simple. You know, all you have to do is get in touch, let us know what you want to donate, sticks wise, send it to the address. We're more than happy to pay for ship as well. We'll sort it, put it in the correct pile. When we've got enough, send them off. Um, but that's just how it runs. From a from another point of view, you're looking at again affordable equipment, subjective people, you know, people that can't afford equipment are getting the benefit of project reuse. But also from a from making sure that we're not just you know, filling up, <clears throat> you know, our cupboards and stuff that we don't need anymore. 
in this country, instead of throwing it away, you're making sure that someone can get some use out of it. Because I know for a fact that before we started Project Reuse, I had, I think, four, three, four sticks. Yeah, just from the age of like, I think, 13 when I started playing. Old Griffins, Adidas, I think there was the young ones in there as well. But they were literally sitting there doing nothing. I had no use for them beyond nostalgia. So I just thought, you know, someone can benefit from it. And it's making sure that we're not just hoarding everything here, but we're making sure it's distributed um, to those that need it. Again, it's it's a really simple scheme at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a good scheme. It's good to get, like you say, get sticks into the hands of people so they can get playing and help yeah, to exactly. kind of grow the sport. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like I missed that completely. But yeah, you're right, grow the sport as well. Yeah, it's it's so important for this community, especially as it being a sports sport. Okay, and just before we close off, Taff really, really wants more free stuff for the podcast. So <laughs> can he have like an Otter t-shirt that he can wear? Yeah, man. Just uh, let us know the address you want it shipped to and we'll sort you out with a little package. Awesome. Thank you very much for being on. No, thank you for having us, Fraser. Um, it's been really good. And yeah, you know, if you ever if you ever wanna if you ever need us on here again, just let us know. So thank you. Thank you.